0: Let's talk sport with Scott Brown and Nathan Sned. It was as if he kicked about three pounds
1: of haggis that time because it hardly got off the ground. Three pounds <todo> of haggis. Three pounds <Night> of haggis. Three pounds of haggis. Three pounds <throat> of haggis. Three haggis. Three pounds of haggis. Three pounds of haggis. Three pounds of haggis because it hardly got off the ground.
2: Kyota and Gooden Orvin from today radio studio four in Kirschberg, the headquarters of Let's Talk Sport. It's show number one hundred and two. We're well off the mark. You and myself, Nathan Snade, Scott Brown, across from me. Sunday the fourth of June. The weather in Lux, It's for all sorts, but at the moment it was great for the hot, cup. Hot, hot, f- hot, hot, hot. Great for the cup final. Good for the boys playing cricket. Um, those people out there doing athletics. Also a uh, also perfect temperatures. Even nice to be playing in squash this time of the year, believe it or not, I was down there. Tonight is our international theme.
3: Absolutely. Um, where to start? Ironically, we're gonna, we've we got two gents joining us this evening, uh, Joel Tessaro and Luigi Bernardini, uh, who are going to spill the beans on what's going down in Esch in the uh, the world of rugby, I guess. Um, but as always, you can get in comms with us, 621 525 and We would love to uh, hear from you. You can chuck your 50 cents in. Um, yeah, international sport. Can to I just honest,
2: come back to? Can I just come back to Luigi Bernardini? That is a fabulous name. That doesn't sound Luxembourgish. That that sounds Italian. Really Italian. Really Italian. Real Italian as it gets that is Italian. Italian as it gets. And oh. Joel Tesaro, That sounds Italian as well, does it?
0: Yeah,
4: from
2: uh, well, grandparents. From That's your grandparents. Yeah. Grandparents. There you go. The, the Italians go way back in Luxembourg, don't they? There's a big uh, they do mm-hmm. big contingent. Yeah, they, they, they as they is the way. This well, is welcome the way. to the show, boys. For um, look Thank forward you. to learning a little about about ish and about yourselves can you give us a, a brief little uh, Yeah, luigi let's start
3: with yourself you're a big boy over there give us 30 seconds about yourself how have you how do you get involved in rugby and what you're up to these days
5: okay sure well i'm uh, luigi i was born and raised in ash luxembourg ash so and uh, yeah I, I got in rugby actually because uh, my coach right now was my uh, high school teacher at that time and so uh, he started playing rugby with us and but at that time I played football so I went on with football then I did some uh, also some Olympic weightlifting and here and there and then uh, we met in, in a bar again and so he came up with the idea for, for a rugby club and I said yeah. Why not? New challenge. Yeah. Joe.
2: you sound like the perfect teacher because he, uh, because Luigi just said, we met up in a bar again. Yes, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean that when you're at school, you're in a bar with Luigi? It's, li- life,
3: it's life skills, isn't it? Yeah. Life skills. Oh, exactly. What a
4: leader. What a leader. No,
3: that was years,
2: years
4: later. No, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> During high school times. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. We wouldn't do that. So uh,
3: We'll cut that bit later on. Yeah, yeah
2: well, let's got it. let <laughs> has got it. Tell us about yourself, Luigi. Give us your. Uh, That's all good. It's Joel, mate. Joel Rather. Give us your 30 about seconds a, 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 about yourself.
4: Uh, well, I was born and raised in Esch, too. Um, I come from first, well, play tennis and football in Ash, obviously, and then I rapidly get got into water skiing. I water skied at a quite high level, did some European cups and things like that, and um, I discovered uh, rugby at university in South France. And uh, I liked it. I continued skiing. And uh, when I came back to Luxembourg, I was like, okay, rugby is fun. I will do that during the off season when there is no water skiing. So I got involved in Valfredange. Uh, I played there for a little bit over a season. Uh, then uh, I got injured and then uh, COVID came on and uh, that's the time after COVID where I met uh, Luigi again in the bar, and then I was like, awesome. "Okay, let's uh, yeah. let's do something." Build
3: the old, uh, we... troisième miton. You know? So, so, exactly.
2: <laughs> so you so you j- would have just mascot because you're at Walford Orange, but you came in a little. Yeah, I was just finished my later. first
3: year down there, so yeah,
2: just afterwards. Yeah. What number did you... Didn't, yeah, you didn't have 10 on your... You didn't have number 10 on your back. What number were you?
4: No, I, I played 14. 14. So they didn't tell me that in the beginning that it was so much running. They were like, OK, you are going to 14. You are going to run. So yeah. that's...
2: Wheels.
3: Yeah. Best way to learn. Wheels. Best way to learn. As always, we uh, we start things off with a bit of uh, sport and its history in the world today. Nathan... You really uh, you you told me about this one on the phone earlier. This is a good find. Go on. Yeah, this is you, a good find. So it.
2: in this day in nineteen twenty seven, French champion oh, in, the, in the French Open as we as we know it, um, hometown favourite Rene Lacoste won the second of his third of French titles. He beat a, he beat a bloke named Bill Tindon six four four six five seven six three eleven nine. Now uh, Rene Lacoste was actually the man behind Lacoste as in the crocodile on the t-shirt, the one that we see on the high street. So he was the world number one in nineteen twenty six and nineteen twenty seven. He had seven grand tam- grand slam titles under his under his belt. But he um he made a name for himself. Um and I think he had a bet with a guy that said if you if you win, we will make we'll make a design for you for your for your t shirt to come out. Now, it is it happened, he didn't win, but uh the crowd kind of egged it on and got him behind the um what would you call it, got him behind the the concept, adoption, concept. The yeah, concept yeah, yeah. of it. And um he was obviously nicknamed the crocodile. So from then here from then on he asked a friend to um, stitch a crocodile into the side of his t shirt and there we have it today we uh, we know yeah. it is Lacoste all over the world. Staying on the tennis though in two thousand eleven uh, defending champion Rafael Nadal, he won his sixth French title beating Roger Federer 7-5, 7-6, 5-7, 6-1. 11 years later, 2022, Nadal beat Casper Rudd of Norway 6-3, 6-3, 6-3, 6-0. That was to record his 22nd Grand Slam singles title and 14 French singles title. So there we have it. And regretfully, uh, Nadal was not playing um, due to injuries. Not playing the French Open currently as we speak. Just one other other point. American uh, on this day in 2018, American boxer Floyd Mayweather Jr. was named 2017 top earning sportsperson by Forbes with 285 million. Now that was back in 2017 just to put that into context Lionel Messi last year um, according again to Forbes was the highest paid including endorsements of 130 million so that's a significant difference 2017
3: when he the big Conor McGregor fight wasn't it i think that was cuz yeah cuz yeah. that's when i moved moved out to Lux. but
2: that's that, that's a that's an astonishing 150 million more yeah. And Lionel Messi you know, as of 2022, 130 million Collectively, the world's top ten, they made nine hundred and ninety million in twenty twenty two. Some wedge. Pocket change. Some wedge. A few happy birthdays, nineteen eighty five. Ben Stokes. Well, there's two guys here. Ben Stokes, English all-round cricketer, born in New Zealand,
3: Maori of the year, <laughs> and in
2: 1991, Lucas uh, Podolski, German footballer, ball in Poland. So there, we there we have it. Happy birthday, Ben Stokes, Lukas Podolski. I know we'll be our WhatsApp will be buzzing off very shortly when it Scott? got them. saying thanks for the birthday wishes. Exactly,
3: exactly. I'll probably get a few personal messages. Um, gents, let's uh, let's cut to the chase here. Where where has this concept? come about because to be honest it's a massive problem in Luxembourg is the fact that you've only got two senior rugby clubs you've got a few more junior rugby clubs but I don't know if there's a real desire for those current junior clubs to actually have a senior team you've got a uh, CSCE who are traditionally a very strong junior club in Luxembourg but I've never had a uh, I've never had a senior team so yeah where's that where's that come about
4: um, the idea to have a senior team is just that it didn't exist in the south. We needed something over there to train. I mean, we cannot ask everybody in the south to say, hey, let's go to, well, to the city, let's go up north just for training purposes. It's just not working. So we really wanted to do something like in the, in the southern region, in the mainland region, and uh, I think it's going to work. It's not that old and we
2: already have a bunch of players. Well, you're you're a city. I mean, it's ashes ashes a a city. So you're going to have the pop. You're certainly going to have the population. And if you can find big big blokes like Luigi over there, you're going to have a team, an army of strong boys. Absolutely. I hope we will get
4: many more like Luigi, and that would be good.
3: Yeah, it would be awesome. So, where do you guys? uh, Where do you guys? You train on a Sunday morning
4: we train on Thursday evenings and on Sunday mornings um, we don't have a field yet so basically uh we have a, <laughs> we found a little area where there was some grass and we go there every time with our little trailer and we draw lines ourselves uh put in the poles bring in the tackle bags and uh off we go.
3: that's it class that's what we love to uh yeah,
4: we, we love to hear very, especially very much so. you come
3: in you coming over from NZ I'll let you take over but there was a funny video. Doing the uh, doing the rounds of a Kiwi, coaching a few kids, and let's say his uh, his. Vocab, his vocab was probably a bit. Tr- there were a few choice words you weren't listen, li- you wouldn't say to kids normally. But oh yeah, you soft airs. And <laughs> but that sort of goes, you know, right back to those roots where yeah, you can have all the fancy kit, the fancy stadium. But a sen- that, uh, rugby, you just need a patch of grass and a ball. That's all you need, and we can we can no make it work. No difference
2: to football playing in the streets in Brazil, right? Exactly. So you can you can uh, you can kick your foot, uh, rugby ball around. You can pass as long as you got a got a green piece. So what so what do you call your green turf? Would it be the Belvel Stadium? It's exactly the name we call it, Belleville Stadium. Wow,
3: center of the universe. <laughs> huh?
2: <Is it? laughs> I mean, you, you got all the uh, the steelworks around you. What a what a what a what a backdrop.
3: So, is it? Um, I guess the hardest uh, thing about starting is you read all these. You go back into like all the famous football clubs, you know, like in the Premier League and all over the world and stuff. And most of the time, there's a link to. A lot of the working class guys maybe meeting up in a pub afterwards and be like, here, we should, we should try and uh, get some more, uh, more of the local the local guys involved how how do you go about recruiting is it just trying to attract your mates to bring bring your friends down and stuff like that
4: oh it's a little bit like that yeah mates colleagues uh, just saying hey if you know somebody who just wants to try often it's just like this most of the time when we have one guy coming for the first time he plays us he says hey it's actually really cool i didn't know anything about rugby but it's nice uh and our manager uh Jimmy does a great work on instagram so he grabs a bunch of people over there and honestly sometimes you have people just jogging around and it's like hey would, do you want to come yeah. and play with us just give it a try and sometimes it works we have like uh sometimes Flo, they don't come back you know <laughs> it's the nature of the beast huh? but like Flo, that's how we yeah we met him a little bit like this over instagram he came to see us one day with the bike just riding around and said okay Let's come next week. I'm there,
2: and he he's still there. or oh, yeah, but you've got a, many offices nearby as well. So after after work, a very convenient location if you're close to your to your training ground. Let's say
3: it's
5: uh, yeah convenient.
3: What about you, Luigi? Have you have you played any matches yet?
5: Uh, no, not at all.
3: Not not with Esch, but outside of that, have you played any matches?
5: Never played rugby before, uh, except in in, <laughs> in high school. So uh, no, I played football matches, yeah, yep. Olympic weightlifting and swimming, but uh, never yeah. I mean, it's. Oh, uh, I, would, I would love to see this. Look, I can't. I can't
3: wait to wait f- wait till the end of the show to talk to him about other stuff, mate. Wait to be a honest,
5: photo next to the guy
2: He's massive. I tell you what, Joel, this was an f- absolutely fabulous find in Luigi. Well, I have to give a
3: shout out to a young lad from Esch, a guy called Louis Moselle, who's actually involved with the national team. And I was having, we had a sevens camp uh, about a month ago, and I was sat having um, sat having lunch with him after training one day, um, and a guy called Max Maxim and um, he basically said, oh, yeah, have you... Oh, uh, we, we sort of got onto this because I'm lucky enough to be involved with, you know, trying to get more people into rugby. Um, and he said to me, oh, you know, they're starting something down in Ash." And my eyes sort of lit up and I was like you pull him a chain because I would obviously I like to sniff around and find stuff on Instagram and he said no no and showed me the thing and then sent me the link and I don't know who's in charge of your Instagram but if he looks back about a month ago I was like right lads everyone start follow if we get a load of boys to follow this because I think if you can get some of the national team guys involved with something like that it's only it, it's only a only a good thing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, i have chatting to Louis because he's from Ash. I think he's in studying in Zurich at the moment, so he's obviously not not around there. But I would certainly, I'll, I'll pop him a message afterwards and get him to try and come down and, and show his face down there. That would be, I mean, it's only a good thing the more. The more the merrier.
2: Who's behind the uh, Who's behind behind the logo? the The Le ferret is it? Is it how we say oh. it in French? the The, the, the ferrets, the designer shirt. It's a sharp looking <laughs> shirt. You're a little bit too black, if you're going to ask me. I mean. Okay. There's only one team, though. I'm mean, you're talking to a Kiwi right here. And that's what I was. Going when, to when, say. When, when teams wear black, we start to think they're crossing the line a little bit. But I'm not going to mess with Luigi on my right here. That's for sure. <laughs> but that's who a, was well, Who was behind the concept? Because it's a it's a fabulous looking shirt. It's a fabulous looking badge and a logo you've got there. Established what's that? 2022. Yep. Who was who was the who were the brains behind that?
4: Okay, it's uh, Jim who did the, who did the logo. Uh, we all decided, um, well, the responsible guys from the team decided about the shirt. We found one, a nice one. He said, hey, that's going to be our shirt. Yeah. But uh, the animal, um, yeah, that happens like at around midnight. Or <laughs> <in the> park, <laughs> when we we're older. like, okay, what animal are we going to choose? Something that is from the area. So obviously we will not go for a shark or a mm. whale or anything else. It was like, hey. There are ferrets in the woods so let's go for ferrets okay <laughs> that's it <laughs>
2: yeah. most of the most of the good ideas come around 12 o'clock yeah, no, no. S- sitting in the same place that we're <laughs> we it all invented brilliant
3: with um I mean with I just yeah I can't get over it. it's brilliant you know you get to start something new and you you genuinely get to put your your sort of stamp on it and you I guess you can set out your expectations and I guess you have a way, and there, there's no doubt some sort of witty banter that you guys only understand. You know, some some fra- some phrases, uh, some sayings, and stuff like that. But um, have you have you actually teamed up with the with the commune in Esch as well, or is that is that ongoing? Or
4: oh, it, it's ongoing. We had uh, one nice meeting with them already because. We definitely need a field and some infrastructures uh, yeah. shortly. So they were really actually excited about the idea. And they were like, okay, that's awesome. Brilliant. Ash needs a rugby team. So they were really open-minded.
3: Um, I think it's when, when you, it, it's not like you're going and asking them for a stadium, is it? It's probably like, lads, give us a, a patch of grass that doesn't have rabbit holes in and a, exactly. a container where we can store some yeah. kit and stuff and, and we'll, we'll take care of the rest.
5: That's what they told us, because they, they said, yeah, there were teams here. Yeah, they said, yeah, we need this, we need that, uh, grass that has to be, uh, you know, we don't need that. We just need a little, bit, a little space with maybe just something to change, and that's that's all. You could be like a nomad team,
3: you know, you don't have a home pitch, just go and play away matches yeah. and stuff like, like that. that. Yeah. Touring, just go on tour every <laughs> yeah. weekend. Sounds, uh, sounds class. I mean, we talked about what other sports you... Uh, you you played growing up and, and this obviously as Luigi alluded to this idea originated in a, a bit of pub chat by the sounds of things. Do you have a place where you go
5: after training, uh,
3: the yeah.
5: watering hole, yeah. so to speak? <laughs> yeah. Actually, we have a, a bar in Belleville, yeah, because it's in the end. And uh, one of you owners know, is uh, Joël's friend, so we go there. And, and that's the big problem. We, we do not, sh- well, big sh- big problem. Well, not we do not shower, so we just put another shirt. We go there. And yeah,
2: happy days. Class. Happy days. Yeah,
5: don't give away too much. Well, don't I tell you away. what, it's you're in,
2: a, you're in a fabulous. If you're training at the Belleville Stadium, you're in a fabulous spot. As I say, you've got the you've got many offices around by, so you can you can you can recruit. You've got yeah. many watering holes. Obviously, if your mate don't, if, uh, mate owns one, then you're in a you're. It's where all the creativity and all the ideas come from. Did you play any other, or you played a few other sports? Water, water, uh, water ski water That's a rogue one. I can honestly say you you're, the first, the,
3: oh. you're the first water skier we've ever had on here.
2: Did you learn on the uh, lukewarm <clears> waters of the Moselle? um no i actually i learned more um
4: no first time a water ski was actually in france i believe south france and i skied here in Rosport. but most of the time i was abroad uh, paris region and uh, u.s and blah
2: oh wow so you're very very well very well traveled
3: when when you say water skiing do you just like is it just the one where you go off and do the slalom or do you do like the backflips and stuff like that
4: i'm way too tall for the flips and things like that i was a slalom oh okay On 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 one little matey on a mono or on, on or the, on two. No no one mono skis. When one you more. see pictures of the guys laying on the water,
3: yeah, got like yep. one head. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's you. Yeah, it was. Uh, on the, it, obviously you can do wakeboarding and stuff like that, but a lot of them these days have like the mechanical, yeah. the mechanical thing, and it's like the the power those things pull you at is mm-hmm. you have to. It's not just a case of hold on and go round because obviously when you get a bit more confident, you'll come out like this, and what'll happen is you'll go out and then it'll slacken off and then it just goes. Well, yeah, I've seen a bloke yeah. get knocked out doing that. You, got
4: a few, you know, a few face plants yourself. Oh, yeah, many injuries. Oof,
2: you have no idea. Yeah, so many. I was more the one on the old uh, rubber ducky, I was more one sitting on my bum.
3: That's cool too. With a bear. <laughs> With a okay. bear in the
2: hand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, not going out too wide, you know. <laughs> it works. So, look,
3: look, Luigi, i got to look home. How old are you?
5: I'm uh, 28. Oh, <sighs> just what a buffer. fine specimen into a his pride, yeah. I
2: can't wait for this photo because he is well, one monster. So, so you say you are be a, what are you? Front rower. Front, front, front,
3: front rower. Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah. probably yeah. a number eight. I'll tell you imagine, what, imagine tell you what they're, worth, they're worth their weight in gold these days. Especially in Luxembourg, it's always a real problem because a lot of sports you can come to late. But if I'm going to be honest with you, I would say rugby is probably the worst sport to come to late in terms of picking up the technical aspects of it it's obviously like watching football is a lot more you know easier to uh, to sort of oh, absorb yeah. but like yeah there's a lot going on in in rugby and unfortunately the only way to do it is to play it and make loads of mistakes and get penalized for it and like oh there we go <laughs>
2: Well, I hope that after the show we can uh, connect up, we can get those RCL boys that are listening right now, some of maybe the Sevens team that have just uh, done uh, or done very well uh, over the weekend yeah. at the Small Nations. I hope we can get some of these boys down there and encourage it and, and, and share the love, let's say, and, 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 and with, with hope to grow um, Rugby Club uh, rugby club Ash World so just, Cup.
3: Yeah, uh, well, that's the next big one. Any plans to go and watch the World Cup if you can get your hands on tickets? Obviously in France at the we talked about, yeah? about
4: it we yeah. We will try tickets are very expensive oh, it would be awesome just to get like semi-final oh, even final. Oh, I would love to it would be yeah. awesome it's like I'm thinking okay this is the price right now but if uh, like in four years I have to go to Australia or somewhere to watch it's going to be even more expensive yeah, yeah. so why not go to Paris now yeah definitely
3: be a box to, uh, to take especially obviously you know the way the French are going at the moment. It's actually funny how the pool is, how the whole draw of it is all quite well balanced because the way they they do the draw three years out, which is ridiculous. And so you're probably going to lose two or three of your best teams before you even hit the semi-finals because you've got France, Ireland, South Africa, New Zealand are all in the same half of the, arguably the four best teams in the world. Two of
2: those teams are not going to make a quarter-final. Yeah. That's mad, right, isn't uh, it? And then always, then you,
3: then you throw in a team like Scotland as well, who could potentially, you know, on their day, turn up and and turn over one of the big boys as well. So it's, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're going to win the World Cup, you've got to beat everybody. So Absolutely. it is, yeah. it is what it is. Um,
2: You'll be down at your wa- So if you don't go to the game, where's the where's the watering hole? at has give you give your
3: give your mate you. a bit of a shout out here. You know, the best bar in okay. Ash
2: or oh, in Belval it's obviously
4: MK Bar. No way, no how. This is the best bar. And okay, in Ash, obviously, we are we oh. always stuck
2: at. So we we'll have we'll have. Oh. We'll have the Rugby World Cup played out there. Oh, I hope so. Mostly mostly if I'm we're going to, to clip get this bit. I'm <laughs> going to clip
3: this bit and put it on Instagram later. So he has to yeah, do it. just yeah. to do it. Um, so yeah, let, let's let's cut to the chase. How do we get involved? If I if I'm listening in now and I want to go and link up with you boys down in Esch on a Thursday or a Sunday morning, where, how do I go about that?
5: Oh, that Linge going to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very easy. We have uh, all via Instagram. We opened also a Facebook page uh, like two three weeks ago because we felt that we also need a Facebook page, and uh, yeah, very easy. So when do you train on Thursdays? On Thursdays at 7pm. Uh, 7 7pm 7 and then on Sundays, Sundays at? 10 or 10.30, 10 it depends on the players. If
3: m- are, are you welcome to come down if you have had uh, maybe 15 or 20 points the night before, you know?
5: I'm, I'm the, I'm the <laughs> you know, <laughs> the coach can, uh, can yeah. tell you stories, you know, yeah, yeah. i no. that, that goes out until 4 or 5am yeah. but at 10 on the pitch yeah that's the
3: way that's always the way to look at it isn't it you know if you're going to do the you're going to do the crime you've got to do the time get down there sweat it out the system and uh, and crack on with it we uh, boys we'll keep you on for the rest of the show Um, we've obviously got our international theme so we'll look at a few of the major international uh, sports stories but there's a few questions we always ask our guests when they uh, when they do come on I'll start with the first one Um, have you ever done any boxing
5: I actually tried it once. Okay. Because, uh, I'm very, very interested in it. <laughs> yeah. And I have a very, yeah, a very good friend that, that does boxing, and so I went one time and I told, ah, maybe it would, but the trainings also at Thursday. Yeah, so you've got to pick, haven't you? Maybe a, a club that does it on maybe Mondays. Well, hopefully we'll get you There's training. One thing train. I want is I've been thumped by yeah, Luigi I'll here be because he was away
2: get from me.
3: <laughs> what, what about yourself? You ever done any any UFC or boxing? The reason I'm asking this question is. If uh, you could pick music to walk out onto the pitch... For your very first match. Your very first match. What would you go out to?
2: Just, like, for the team?
4: No, no, for you.
3: In this instance, to hell with the team. It's all about you, (laughs) right? Just about me. Yeah.
4: I would go with Britney Spears, something like really yeah. <laughs> <You'd> <laughs> oops, oops, I did it
5: again. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I like that a rogue one. I love it, I love it. What about you Luigi? He's got he's gotta be more serious about it, hasn't he? I think I
5: don't know because I'm very, you know, into Latino songs. But oh, you know, Latino. if it is for entrance for, for for a boxing match or something like that, at least I don't know. Some but I'm more into also for touring more into rock so I don't know, maybe something like Metallica or something. Something.
2: I can see coming out with like almost like one of those drench coats, like the Undertaker. That's (laughs) exactly. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna keep asking you a few more uh, questions that we ask all of our guests. Luigi, first, are you uh, a socks up guy or are you a socks down guy?
5: Uh, In rugby, I like socks down. Yeah, there we go. Let, you got me, let me have c- a look
2: under there. yeah, with yep, 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 those yep. with calves that yeah. size I can absolutely yeah. under un,
5: understand. <laughs> yeah, not bad,
3: they're not bad.
2: What about you what about you uh, coach Joel? Socks down. Socks down. So- you're your socks yeah. down, a winger with socks down. Yeah. Say anything. They got they got wheels and I don't, I don't yeah. <laughs> they yeah, were, you can
3: do what you want if you're fast, you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. What about would you uh Well, I know what you'd go for. Uh would you go mustache or mullet if you had to have one? Oh mustache.
5: Mustache.
3: Yeah. Well, I think it'd be quite funny to shave that beard off and see what you look like with the mallet. Actually,
5: yeah, actually tried it once, but uh, I think it's, it's a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> so we leave it. We leave it like this. It's better. All right, boys. So we, uh, Scott and I, are going to have a party,
2: and you, the, our guests, have to wear something uh, sportive. Whether it be a baseball cap or whether it be a cap, sweatband, maybe a jersey, maybe shorts. You can maybe even flip flops, sun hat, whatever you like. What will you be wearing to our party that resemble, resembles something sporty? You cannot say a Michael J- Jordan uh, shirt because everyone would be turning up in his shirt. A Ferret, ah, the ferret okay.
4: shirt. So right he's wearing that.
3: You got to wear something different, and it can't be a France rugby <laughs> World Cup shirt.
4: Okay, um, I will wear a Ferret sweatband with Ferret flip flops. Oh, just that, nothing just
2: else.
0: That,
3: just nothing else. that. Waxed. Yeah. love it. Waxed. <laughs> After eight, would, eight o'clock,
0: hopefully. That would After ideally
2: be in your uh, in your budgies or with boardies there, Joel. No budgies. Budgies. There yeah. we go. That's a that's a man. I'm, I'm pleased to hear what. Yeah, know here we go. Yeah. Joe, this is the walkout music.
5: <laughs>
3: we're gonna take a short break here. We're back in a sec. Cheers.
0: I think I did it again. I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious. Dreaming away, wishing that the arrows still truly exist I cry watching the day. Wait a minute, isn't this... Yeah, yes it is. But I thought the old baby dropped it into the ocean in the end.
2: Well, baby, I went down and got it for
0: you. Oh, you shouldn't have.
3: Not that innocent. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't Joe smash that out of the pack. Well done, <laughs> right, that, that, That's what it's going to be. If, on, <laughs> how do I say it? Say it right for me. Le Furet? Le Furet. Le Furet. Hashtag... I'm not that innocent. There you go. i <laughs> that hashtag rolling.
2: Well, I'm going to bring a little bit of a downer on the show, only for two little points, but um, we're going to go into international sports, as we do on Sunday, and um, the first one is a motorcyclist died after colliding with a tri- or triathlete in, the, in, an, in an Ironman in the European Championships in Hamburg in the weekend. Now, the... Um, he was a he was the rider and it was he was carrying a camera uh, a photographer actually yeah. bumped into the uh, the the athlete and yeah regretfully uh, regretfully passed away the athlete himself he's still in hospital with uh, with with injuries um, staying on that dour note a top flight match in Argentina was abandoned after a fan fell to their death from a grandstand at the stadium it was um, River Plate they were playing against uh, Defensa y Justia at their monumental stadium in Buenos Aires when the incident happened so is that
3: because you see a lot of those um those stadiums in over in um South America yeah. and stuff and they're like the pitch is almost like an island isn't it and you see you have like the stand and there's quite a steep
2: it's like Borussia Dortmund is Yeah it? Very, also like trying
3: trying and, try and, you know almost trying to keep the fans away from it or I don't know Yeah what's so um
2: there. well I mean I've seen some even some crazy scenes at, at, at Met's. Well, maybe 15, 15 years ago, where they, where some of the fans are actually climbing on the cages up on the second tier. You know, one of those poles goes down, there was certainly Had be a, a couple death. of
3: bears by the sound. Yeah, of it, yeah, huh? that's right. <laughs> so all
2: a bit, but anyway, something a little bit more positive. Right now is the French Open in Paris. It started on the twenty eighth of May and it runs through to the eleventh of June. The women's final is actually on the tenth of June, with the men, men's on the eleventh, um, and then later in the later. In the month, we've also got the um, the Queens Club Championships, which takes place from the nineteenth to the twentieth. But I'm going to stay on the French Open. There was a Japanese-Indonesian team, um, and one of the players, the Japanese lady Kato, she hit a ball into into a ball girl. Um, it was accidental. She went over and apologized, um, but there was protest from her opponents, uh, Marie Buskova and Sarah Tormo, and so they went up to the referee and kind of complained and said, "No, listen, this isn't this isn't right. They need to be disqualified." And yeah. the the referee actually disqualified. Happened to Djokovic a few years ago. He got uh, he got disqualified when he hit a ball into a into a ball boy. But the crowd booed, and um, yeah, the referee disqualified the sixteenth seed, who were actually applauded off the uh, off the court because of uh, because of that decision.
3: I was obviously I want to lighten the mood. You've sort of killed it the last <laughs> couple of minutes. Here. You, seen, <laughs> you like. must have seen that one. I'm trying to think who it is. It, uh, uh, someone you know when they go to serve in tennis and. They get rolled all the balls. And they've mm-hmm. got about six balls and they're like, no, not that one. Yeah. Not that one. Mm, I might keep that one. And, you know, they decide which one they're keeping. And the bloke basically like drops one and rolls it, but it's not going to reach the ball boy. So he runs out, grabs it, turns around, stacks it, mate, and literally fly, <laughs> flies head first into. Uh, the ball boy does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it sounds metal. And basically, <laughs> he then just stands there like this and the bloke turns around and he's just like, <laughs> like, like nothing. <laughs> yeah, it. exactly. He play, plays We're it, gonna, plays <laughs> it really well. I, you got to find, yeah. Find that no, I'll share, I'll share it. I'll share on the Instagram. But he plays it off really well. But I'd say, oh, took a fair old. Uh, he, he'd be good playing rugby. Actually, <laughs> I'm going to try fair and keep us <laughs> up to
2: date in the men's. Novak Djokovic he demonstrated uh, his quality to swat aside Peru's one Pablo Verlas and to reach The record 17th French Open men's quarterfinal. He won six three six two six two on the clay and he's now moved ahead of Rafa Nadal to take sole ownership of the last eight. Record. Um, he's Djokovic also aiming to overtake Nadal by winning a record twenty third Grand Slam men's singles title. Two time champion. He plays Russian eleventh seed next. Um, I think uh Alcaraz. Do you not think okay, the, beat beat Massetti just now? So that means that that's he's Alcaraz uh, will be the most challenging uh, for for Djokovic. I think.
3: Do you not think the stings sort of been taken out of tennis a little bit now? Because there was that stage where you basically had the three. Big dogs going at each other, you know, Djokovic, and even um, that period
2: where Murray was around could kind of yeah. could t- topple over one of them. And now, as
3: well. you know, obviously Federer's jacked it in. I would say Nadal hasn't got too many Ks left on the on the clock as well, you know. But now they're all. I'm not saying I'm not. It's, I'm not going to say they've peaked, but it, that's what you want to see the top top tennis players going at each other. Unfortunately, when you compare it to something like boxing, we, you don't get to see the top boys go against each other because it's you know well if they are as good as they say they are just let them go at it you know there's all this chat around Joshua and Tyson Fury and then the stuff around Usyk and uh, Fury as well it's like well boys just let's let's have it yeah you know do you, are you going to make more money by having a, a zero forever or are you going to make more money by actually going and putting yourself against yeah. the best Luigi's
2: the one that's more likely to be in a ring again than us
5: <laughs> <laughs> Luigi who's your
2: who's your favourite boxer do
5: you have a favourite no Favorite and because um, I'm not into really let's say boxing to to look at matches but yeah no who, I don't who I, would
2: you like to knock out of any any of them. Because anyone can out of any mate, of mate, us it's
5: going to be you, I, <laughs> be you. Be, I would say Mayweather because he's late late to read so yeah. Yeah. it would be maybe easier uh, knock, out the, knock out the money man <laughs> and <have his> wallet <laughs>
2: yeah
5: exactly <laughs> set, set you up for life
3: that would
2: basketball the NBA finals uh, kick off some, well, from the 1st to the 18th of June Denver Nuggets they're going to take on Miami Heat They go in, uh, the, the Nuggets go in as favourites after beating the Lakers comfortably in the Winston Conference whereas the Heat survived a thrilling 7 game battle with the Boston Celtics um, yeah, which at one point they led the three nil. Football yeah. FA Cup happened Two yesterday. Turned one. it
3: on. Turned it on. Four minutes in, and it was one 0 wasn't it? Have we got any new Man, Man City supporters in here? No, yeah. probably don't follow Opera English football, you know. F- um, but yeah, but, uh, yeah that, I mean, that was expected. Man City to win that. Would, you, would that be fair to say? No, yeah, I
2: think I, I think so. And I think then, well, now they go for the treble, the big one. But that was Manchester United's chance to stop City. From from getting the, tr- yeah, so the so champions
3: Champions League finals next week, isn't it in Istanbul? So yeah. that will be an absolutely buzzing. How do you prep your team for that week? Because you want to train, but you are going to wrap everyone in cotton wool, aren't you? Because you just want everybody everybody fit
5: for it. I think it's more kind of maybe a little bit also of chance. You have to have really your 11 top players that are, that are ready, that are not injured, that really focus. So I think a, fi- a final is one game, so you can do your best. But if there's one scene maybe that goes wrong or something like that, you you get a goal and the other team maybe start to defend. And, uh, under pressure. Tough, yeah, under pressure and everything. So.
3: Yeah. Yeah, well, definitely one will be will be watching um on the subject of uh, the Champions League, the Women's Champions League was uh on Saturday, wasn't it? Yep,
2: there was uh, la- last night Ninehoven and that was uh, between Barcelona and uh, Wolfsburg. Barcelona came from two goals down to win th- uh, to win 3-2. Um, which was a uh, of, an interesting audience.
3: point about that. Whoever thought that they should, you know, because it's the first thing a lot of the, a few players said to us yesterday. We were down at the the final of the ladies Lux Cup down in Bettenborg and um, sausages are well expensive down there, by the way. Um, and um, the first thing they said is like, yeah, it's on the, the the same time as the Champions League final. You know, it's just almost like, uh, would you not? Play it on a different day or earlier on in the day because everybody wants to, on a, on to a, watch on a those Saturday. matches and stuff like that. You know, uh, maybe a mis-
2: mistake on the um, yeah on, on on our football federation, perhaps. To, you know, to pick to pick a champion. Like, League once They were trying to
3: speaking try to of mistakes a- like the the one they made with the basketball and stuff like that. Do you hear about that one? Go do easy,
2: Scott Brown on the referee. Oh,
3: mate, oh, referees, eh? <laughs> yeah. So the Dude Lounge played Kunjwald in the basketball and. Uh, Duange scored very early on in the game, but one of the uh, officials should we say forgot to press the plus two points and stuff like this, and then they end up losing by a point it was it was It was very interesting and we've we've yeah I, I just you can't let something like that go. Oh, ever, you, you, you can, ever, I can't.
2: The same as the referee yesterday, which we'll get into when uh, oh, Mr. Man. Anthony and I hope Perez he's listening, because in in. I'm going to town on him. <laughs> <laughs> we had this afternoon with the Formula Formula One in uh, Barcelona. It was. Uh, Max Verstappen he claims his fifth win of the season to extend his championship lead over teammate Sergio Perez to 53 points. Now Lewis Hamilton finished a strong second in an upgraded Mercedes, and his teammate uh, George Russell he finished fi- um, he finished third from uh, from 12th on the starting grid. So is it that um, Mercedes are going to have a little bit of a, a late comeback?
3: It's interesting you say that because I don't know if you've read some of the press going around about the rumblings of Hamilton potentially go into Ferrari on a big old piece of cheddar something like 75 million I think it is um, which would be very very interesting because when you, you dig into the what's going on with the Formula One and stuff you'll hear them talk about how they know that their car isn't as competitive as they want it to be but they are looking towards the next season I think it's to do with the the money and the and the restrictions uh, on on stuff like that. So
2: right. I find it quite interesting, as you say. All of a sudden, the gar is up. Mercedes car is upgraded. So yeah, quite interesting. That's you know when the, when yeah. the rumours start coming out. Yeah, Mercedes also on the other side. Got, got <laughs> yeah, put around.
3: that new part in now William, <laughs> because otherwise, <laughs> exactly. otherwise Hamilton's going to be off. You yeah.
2: Know? So Perez finished fourth, Saints fifth, Stroll sixth, Alonso seven, uh, Ocon down an eight, Zhou and Gasly nine, nine and ten. Ice Hockey Stanley Cup Finals. They start now 13th to the 19th of June. Who's going to win with well, the Florida Panthers taking on the Vegas Golden Knights for the
3: top prize? Who's your money on, mate? Best seven. Golden Knights. I don't know. The Mighty Ducks aren't in there, so I'm not overly happy not about that. not overly
2: happy. We've got, to, we've got to take a punt. Do you boys know anything about ice hockey? Tell you what, it's it's Nothing a it's a gr- it's a growing it's a growing sport. I'm, I'm going to go. For uh,
3: I mean, the fact that it's in Florida and Vegas are like the two hottest places in America. <laughs> against ice everything hockey. against yeah, ice yeah. hockey, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, well,
2: Vegas—they're they're pumping a lot of money into sport. We just—I uh, think they're not Raiders. They're getting a. Um, they've taken on one of the inner NFL teams, aren't they? Who's got to move from Oklahoma? Not Oklahoma. Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. Oakland is oh, one, one of the teams I'm um, moving to Vegas. Vegas are taking everything. It's where the money's going. It's all about yeah. the the sponsorship and, uh, yeah, I think got, we're going to see more. So,
3: speaking on the subject of Oakland, have you... Uh, so normally it takes me a lot long... Uh, um, a lot faster to talk about... 43 minutes, ladies it's and gentlemen. Long, it's a long time. minutes. <laughs> 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 I'm only speaking about my first meet. Have you seen Moneyball with Brad Pitt? Moneyball, no? Oh, mate. Right, that's your homework. It's basically okay. how they change the, the concept of baseball, whereas... They don't look at the player, but they look at their stats. So if you don't throw in the right way or maybe you have an ugly way of playing or running, whatever it might be, they just look at your stats. And they took this concept to a team called the Oakland Athletics, who had a very, very small budget and basically managed to... uh, create a team based on their budget that nearly went the whole way I think they lose in the last game of the the World Series and stuff but the reason I'm talking about them is because that was back in I want to say 2001 so sort of 20 years ago and now they're in a really really bad place because they just can't attract any money or anything like this and they actually have so most of these MLB teams will have a for lack of a better word, what's it called? Not junior... Oh, it's minor league. They'll have a minor league team attached to them and more people go to watch the minor league team that they're attached to than to the actual uh, baseball. And these... these Well, they call it the Coliseum and they can get sort of fifty, 000, sixty thousand 60,000 people into it and they don't even get 4,000 people down to these... Uh, down to these matches anymore and stuff like that. It's...
2: Yeah, but a very, very sad case. I mean, it's
3: it's just a way. It works with, with professional... Professional sport, you know. If you do get these, you look at all these, all these Premier Let's use the um, the Premier League as the example. You know, traditionally, Man United have have had their their glory days. You know, they're done. Man City have come to the have come to their table. No doubt, somebody will supersede them. I was reading something about the uh, the money of all the owners and stuff like this, and I think all the the top ten owners are, are worth around ten or fifteen billion. How much? Is the owner of Newcastle United worth?
2: Ooh, Saudis. Um, two hundred
3: and thirty billion. So I think with something like that, it's just a question of time before they, someone like Newcastle, become you know, one of the, uh, the,
2: the, the 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 number one sport.
3: One of the top boys. Luigi, if you want to jump over this side, yep, Mr. Shop. Perez is going to join us. Welcome
2: here. to the studio, Mr. Perez. Just before he takes the mic, and we're just going to go over what to look forward to next weekend with international sport. On Friday night, we've got the Diamond League in Paris. That day, obviously, the Diamond League showcases some of the best athletes in the world. A whole host of Olympic and World Championships will be attending. Also in June, you've got the Italian, Norway, Lausanne and Switzerland. They all take place on the 2nd, 15th and 30th of June. We've got um, Champions
3: League final yeah, next um, weekend next Istanbul weekend. Man City Inter Milan um, yeah let's see who's your, we'll who's, your, who's your money on that mate oh, I think it'd be great to see someone like Man City complete the treble Haaland, keep scoring goals for fun. It's, you'd love yep. to see someone coming in and, and churning through the numbers.
2: Absolutely. The uh, only uh, other one one event we've also got on is Nuns and Ladana in Vancouver. 10th of June, UFC 289 takes place UFC. at the Rogers Arena.
3: Mr Perez, thank you for joining us, even though you snubbed us yesterday, but we won't get into that. I want to get into the, the Women's Cup final, but what else have you got for us before we get into this?
1: Also, oh, so I've got a, a ton of news because yesterday I unfortunately wasn't invited. Now, just kidding. Uh, we've got the, re- the relegation playoffs games starting with Fuller Ash against Kanash. And what a game that fa- that was for the fans at Escher-Hammerer. Uh, after the score being 2-2 in additional time, it was Jonas Kanash who took the dramatic lead in the 93rd minute thanks to Samp. But three minutes later so in the 96th minute Fola did the impossible and what nobody expected Camara hits the ball into the back of the net to equalise it and sent both teams it's extra time and the supporters had to wait until the 180th minute to see the winner and it was Fola who got the last word after Kevin Quinol scored the fourth goal for Fola and to keep them into the national division
3: well we'll hear about that first because I've got Valentin Houle, who is the goalkeeper for Canac who's coming on on Wednesday so Commiserations to uh to Kanak, and hopefully they can go a bit better next year. on
5: uh, I know Vanate is actually a very good friend of mine, so don't say anything oh. bad about him then. Yeah? <laughs> um, yeah, go on, Anthony.
1: Then we've got two finals I've got to talk about because Diffedor against Mersh was almost as good as the match on, on the Friday with Fola. But the club from the second division, Mersh, the underdogs seemed very nervous in the first half, and that's why Diffedosh. Uh, scored twice and led two 0 on halftime, which was re- very deserved. But Mersch came better into the second half and came and, ca- and became more and more dangerous in front of the opponent's goal. They got rewarded in the sixty-fifth minute when Rodriguez scored a beautiful goal from distance, and the final was on again. I and I was it, and the Mersch block. So you know how, how I say it atmosphere was there was, was amazing was amazing but they
3: said something it was something ridiculous like 8000 people was, that, was I, that right I think it was yeah
1: 8000 people yeah 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 8000 people class I, wow I think that's even historical cup final in Luxembourg yeah yeah because 100% you always expect like 3 2000 but yeah. 8000 the whole mesh
3: that's what yeah. I call them, uh, the boys. Mesh. The boys I, Mesh. the boys I teach at school and stuff. They all play for Mersh. and Hoqueur. I say, oh, how are Mesh getting on? But yeah, go on, Anthony. Sorry.
1: Anyway, defense scored their third goal, and it seemed like the game was settled. But not at all. Frederick Till made it three-two in the 82nd. And we've got a good final to see with a lot of intensity, a lot of goal opportunities. But unfortunately for Mersh, Diffedonge counter-attacked in additional time and killed the game after the substituted Laurent Pomponi made it 4-2. And that's how the game ended. Diffedonge celebrate their fifth cup win in their history. So congratulations. Then we've got the final of yesterday. And I am sorry if I didn't pay attention to you. I was <laughs> so concentrated about, fuck, what am I go- <laughs> going to ride and then... Happens a lot Mate, of time You were fully,
2: fully focused And ignore those jibs From Scott yeah. He's good at it
3: Apology no, yeah. not accepted
2: <laughs> He's good at it <laughs> But you were doing your thing And you
1: looked uh, You looked hard at work With your notepad <laughs> Exactly Exactly In the heated final It's wrestling We end up winning this, uh, For the third time In a row The cup After defeating Mama 2-1 the club from the capital got an early red card, but thanks to goals from Karin Cohen and Kimberly Dos Santos, this wasn't a big issue anymore in the end. 16-year-old Sarah Rülse brought suspense back to the game and in the 100th minute, so the 10th minute of adding time, a scene brought to some discussions because Thompson was through on goal, then Bertha came out and how he say it in Luxembourgish, hat total umgeflatscht. But yeah. the referee—that that, means—that means a tackle just, was just the tackle tackle was jump made in on that, the twenty-two. I, 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 I know we were going to have a discussion about it. Right? <laughs> yeah, but
3: you're you're talking about that. But for me, the bit that killed it was just after half time when there should have
1: been that—that should have been a red card. Um, Actually, not. You know? Actually, not because I've, I was talking to a friend who is a uh, referee as well. Our
3: referees.
1: And he sort of see it's 50 50. Like, you could give a red card, but you didn't have
3: no, to. No, that's a cop out, mate. That is a cop out of a statement. It could be a red card. It is or it isn't. It's black and no. white. Well, for,
1: there was for, a red card given. Red card for Katrin Tony because she was last year No,
3: yeah. no, no, no. Not that red card. After. After the uh, the incident, let's just say I, the the, the,
1: uh, the assistant coach got the right card. Yes, the Sam. assistant
3: coach voiced his opinion.
1: Sam, the man, he yeah. got he got his marching orders. Yeah, and he was sent no, from the stand. For me, for me as well, you you can give yellow. You can it's okay. Also, for the last scene where where um, Amy Thompson got tackled, was the right decision from the referee to give the advantage because if if he whistles. And Mamo had like, the opportunity to score. And what does Batiste do? She scores, uh, well, she puts it wide, doesn't doesn't bring it to the empty goal. But if he had a whistle, Mamo would have complained, why don't you give the advantage? And people complain, why did he, didn't he did he bring the advantage back to the foul? Because it isn't allowed to bring the advantage back if you give a red card later, because that would have been a yellow or red card, you know. So... In the in the end. Oh, sorry, sorry, just to just to clarify that. If you
3: if a foul is committed yeah. and it's a red or a yellow card, but you only a red, only a red. Only oh, okay.
1: okay. But you let play go on. You can't go back if you did if it's to give a red card in the end. Why? That's how the rules are. Oh.
2: Yeah.
3: Very interesting. Very interesting. You know
2: I would I would have blown the whistle
3: yeah oh, go at 2-2 well, we, we were supporting we, support we were supporting mama we were supporting mama but yeah it was funny because I actually went and said to the referee did you want to come on the thing and basically yeah. just got fobbed off oh, and no. they can't like how 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 uh you know almost like how they're untouchable and unapproachable yeah, and it's I, like that that's that's one of the problems but, but, for me it's like I'm not here to slag you off mate i just want to have a conversation with you so whoever you are uh, you're a clown that's
1: that's, <laughs> that, that's the only thing i don't like about football compared to other sports like referees are not respected you see how, he, how after the game fans go to him he's getting insulted also by players and i and i wondered when i watched once rugby and i saw that only the captain is allowed to talk to the referee am i right it's only to In general generally yeah, so to speak. I mean, not
3: he's always barking. I wouldn't be, uh, I wouldn't uh, be, uh, what's the word? I wouldn't fall into that trap of being like, oh, the yeah, rugby okay. is the king, uh, the referees is the king in rugby. I think those days ah, are gone. I think everybody goes at referees these days, because well, you're always trying to get an edge, you know, get an advantage or but something but like still, that. But
1: still, it's kind of, in real football, it's kind of extreme and. Even if I... Well, no, I can't, I can't say for who I was. Um, but for me, the referee didn't do a bad game. These decisions were maybe for some not right, but they weren't wrong either. So, for in my opinion, Mama played good, but that wasn't their best day as well no. because Racing didn't have a good game, but Mama was not better. You
3: no, know? We, we watched it and we, we definitely agreed that we thought Mama looked a little bit more composed when they had yeah. the ball. But I think as the game went on, you thought... Um, Mama might nick one, yeah. which is what they ultimately and, did.
1: And Racing just used their chances. They didn't have a lot of chance, but they used it. And you saw how the Racing keeper she, unreal, she, she wow. three man of the match, unreal wow. saves that yeah. was crazy. Did she, she she played for the national team. Uh, no, but she played for Mass in the past.
2: but who? Luxembourg so who France. the? the well, I tell you what, then the national goalkeeper be well, would have to be damn good because that was a stellar performance. But she, she's not
1: Luxembourgish. She's French. Yeah, that's ah, why. So.
3: But yeah, she was, for her, for, she was my yeah, woman she of the was, match, she 100%. She, she, yeah. she, I mean, yeah.
1: he, we spoke to a few players afterwards and they, they said the same oh, yeah. thing. On the line, she's crazy. But let's move on because I need I need to talk about the other games as well. We've got Burscheid against Perley. Yeah, we've got 2 tips teams I never talk about, so let's take the opportunity. In Vils, Burscheid and Perley had to fight to be promoted into the fourth division or avoid being relegated into the fifth. After being led 2-0, Perle turned the game around thanks to Hatrick trick from Anthony Miller. And won it for Perley. Unfortunately, for Be- for Boshai, who missed a penalty in the eighth minute of additional time. Then we've got Kajing against Betonbourg and Kajing was the second team of the Bezier League who had to fight for survival and their foe was called SC Betonbourg and in a heated game where three red cards were given after the final whistle because we had some bagar, how you, how you like to call it it was Kajing who ended up being the winner and stay one more year in the Bezier League ex-national team player Matthias Janis scored the winner in the 84th minute Oh mate bit, you can't beat it scoring towards the end of the game must be absolute scenes <laughs> absolute yeah. scenes Feeling, you- when can you say
3: actual bagar, like actual fighting or just handbags just a bit of pushing i, I each
1: think it was more It was really fighting yeah like the way no mass, you know i read it was funny because we
3: had um shadow on uh last week and he was talking about how he talked about wh- who were they playing he was saying one of the lads basically did this massive kung fu kick yeah, like in the middle of the game, and the refs like, "No, oh, I didn't see it, so I didn't send anybody yeah, off did, or yeah. anything." And it's just like, "Oh, played the blind eye." But normally, with with an incident like that, it's you don't even need to actually look. You don't need to see it. You just need to know if there's a big flare up. Most of the time, it's because something's done. Someone's done something naughty, haven't they? You know. But uh, yeah, sorry, Anthony. No when you stress. go stress,
1: then we've got Young Linsa against Baggan, and the biggest surprise of this relegation playoffs uh, was. Uh, last Saturday Not this Saturday Was in whole start At the game between Young Linster and Avenue Began. Remembering that Young Linster Already played the players Last year But to get promoted And now uh, And now they were f- f- even, Now when they were playing Against relegation, And they failed This time as well So they're getting Relegated but it looked good at first because the, the club from the second division took the lead after only three minutes and it looked like they had the game in their hands, but not at all. Four goals from Yassin Mazis, who, who has been voted best player of the relegation this year, uh, and one from Ibrahim Balde made the surprise perfect and Began destroyed young 5-1 and will play in the promotion for the first time since 2017. And did you know that Began also won the how we call it today, Bezier League, a few times, I think it was like...
2: Yep, six six <laughs> Sam, Sam what? Stein, breakfast
1: show, he told us about that, didn't he? Yeah, and if you go down. Down,
3: they have played, they've played in like the, what, the equivalent of the Champions they, League they, back they, in
1: they, the day. they were a very good team back then. Yeah. And then came a little down for like Röhmacher back in, back in the time, but now... Let's see how they're gonna perform in the in the Aero Promotion. And then we've got the last games. Let's go through it. Köpschen Vomedange sends the big city club, Luxembourg City, in the third division after winning on penalties. Gilsdorf and Eis, ILSS Luxembourg both celebrate the promotion too after defeating Allianz Eichstahl 3-2 and Bertrand 2-1. Same for Kopstall, who go up to the third division after beating Zanem 1-0. Kolmar and La Sauvage, on the other hand, stay in their respective division after winning against Vjanden and Aspelt. And last but not least, don't forget the women's. Rosborg are back in the first division after crushing V4-1 and I'm very happy to see them back because I think they're going to perform well next year, except maybe the big teams are going to take some players from them away. And Nidakon stay in the second division while beating 2 -2 2-0. That was for today. We had a lot of games today to talk about. Yeah, plenty,
3: plenty to keep us up to speed with. In terms of Luxembourg City, yes. they used to be Han Benfica. Is that right?
1: They used to be Han yeah. Benfica. Before, it was Han Benfica who fused with Blue Boys Millenbach. Then, then then, it became RM Han Benfica. Then they changed to FC Luxembourg City oh, and we, now they fuse with FC Cessange, Cessange yeah. who were FC Zebra back in the days. So, you know, the the, the clubs from the capital, it's, Hell of a mess. Yeah. Racing is a, is a club from with lots of fusions. Spora Alliance Union Luxembourg. It's a lot of fusions.
3: Any big transfers? Any oui. big transfers in there for us?
1: I think uh, I'm I know a little bit how we say it uh, late with the transfers yeah, yeah, because yeah. all the games going around. So I'm going to keep them for next week. Ooh, oh, very, big very good. Yeah, as <laughs> you there's more more names than you. you've got football shirts. You got the Italian international ones. Yes, what especially.
2: is FIGC? Federation Italia. What's GC?
1: giocare calcio. Gioco calcio. Gioco calcio. Oh, oh, grazie mille. I, I wasn't that <laughs> forward. <away. laughs> grazie mille. Simulatore.
3: <laughs> um, first of all, Joel, Luigi, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, obviously, starting this new rugby club um, down in Esch le Foray. Is that how like I said yes. that right? Uh, just quickly, just a quick recap. How can we get involved if we if we're listening in and we want to go down and start playing rugby in Esch?
4: You can contact us over um, over Instagram, very easy. We have a Facebook page. You find us very easily over there too. And uh, yeah, don't hesitate. Write us. Uh, We'll give you our phone numbers. You can get contact with us over WhatsApp, and you will know about
3: the. Um, And what days? And I'm writing, thinking trainings are on Thursdays at seven. Yes, Thursday evenings at seven and Sunday mornings at ten. Ten, and it's okay if you turn up a little bit late after having a few beers on Sunday. It's not frowned upon. Fantastic, and just one last little bit. um, If I want to go, where's the best place to go and watch rugby in uh, in uh, in Ash? Then
4: in Ash to watch rugby. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I would say the Tapas Bar. Papas is really good, really yeah. Good. Uh, good food and a uh, big screen and he he likes to show rugby. We just ask and he he will
2: print on the big screen. Good Perfect. Man. We good look man. forward to joining you for the Rugby World Cup. Hopefully we can come down and uh
3: we can watch with you get some ferret on the menu, on the menu. Um, yeah. as always we say a huge thank you to the army of volunteers out there who make our uh, sporting world tick whether you're washing kit you know marking out the pitches or uh, you know making the oranges whatever you're doing to keep young people and every peop- every sort of person involved in sport yeah, please starting, keep doing starting
2: it starting rugby clubs thank yeah. you very much for making that uh, r- rugby grow
3: as always you can check out the regulars tomorrow morning you've got Sam Steen from 6 o'clock and then you've got Stephen Steps Low with the lunchbox and Melissa Daltman the home stretch at four you can also check out the db3 show with dave burrows and then the hangover show which is at 10 o'clock so we would have to miss rugby training in Esh to catch that one but
2: we can put the we can, put the, mess, yeah, we can put the, yeah, speakers on around the stadium in Absolutely. <laughs> yeah
3: but um as always uh, until next week it's chur